This is the EVP Podcast. That's correct. This is the EVP Podcast. I am your co-host with the most talking about Ghost. I'm DVO. I'm Beaker. I'm Ghost to McGhostface. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's That's awesome. Ghosty McGhostface. (laughs) Oh, good times. Good times. So, I think uh, we had a great episode with Dave last week. That was fun to have him on. But one thing we kind of talked about towards the end was uh, Leslie's Family Tree Restaurant in Santa Quinn, Utah. And I thought it might, be, it might be kind of fun to kind of talk about it this week. Uh, because I know Beaker's been there a ton of times. And uh, uh, Dale and I, or Ghost, Ghostface, and I have been there <laughs> only, a, only a few times. So, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk about that, that location a little bit. And because we've had a lot of paranormal experiences there um including actually me and dale's first time there was uh i don't know it was pretty it was pretty crazy oh and that was actually the night i met i met beaker so so as a sentimental place in my heart (laughs) family tree and paul we met paul there too that night and we met paul welch there from paranormal veracity um so a little bit of history on on this and you guys can chime in if i miss anything out but but uh, Leslie uh, bought this place in 1970. Uh, it was a floral shop. It was a sporting goods store before they finally made it into a restaurant. But uh, it has a long history before that. Wasn't it, Beaker, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it used during Prohibition times? I believe so. Yeah, I think it was a place to... Uh, I know they did like illegal like underground like boxing and yeah, gambling and stuff in the basement. Yes. But after being there... That's a small little place to do you, that. You know what stuff. I've actually found out about Prohibition? What? Every single bar was in on it and was having some kind of drinks going on yeah. during Prohibition. I Come can to see find that. out, every single bar has had some kind of like basement to get booze in and out of. Yes, I mean, makes sense. Speak <laughs> easy. Pay stay attention. They, every bar has been all about that life. Yeah, that's kind of funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think the funny part is it has the underground boxing. Cause that, I don't think the ceiling's very tall, right? It really just seems like it's very enclosed down in the basement. It's it's tall enough. Like I walk around just fine down there. It's, okay, maybe it just seems like it's, it's really just when enclosed. you're coming down the stairs that it's you gotta watch your head. That's true. Dale doesn't have a problem with that, but no, not when you're <laughs> three feet tall. <laughs> but me and Beaker do, <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about the basement too. <laughs> but. Um, so I, I want to talk about some paranormal experiences, but before we do that, have, did I miss anything to touch on before we Well, I know like it was like the first bus station or bus stop or something like there's, there's like a couple, there's another building attached to the, the family tree right next door is that uh, the paper shop. Yeah. Or, uh-huh. um, but that, that area was like the first post office, like first bus stop, like first of a lot of things there in Santa Quinn. And I know that it was also site of, uh, I believe the the Walker Indian War took place on that oh, land. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ooh. We'll talk about that too, because there's a, might be something associated with that. That's that was in the building, but the building has now been sold, and I don't know what's going to happen with it now. I don't know either, but I'm curious to find out. Do you think they'll demolish it? I kind of feel feeling they'll demolish it. I don't know. I know they they cleaned it out pretty good. They cleaned up that basement because you know how messy oh, okay. that basement was. Yeah. Yes. I actually got to investigate in that basement after they cleaned it, and it was weird. Like so there's like nothing spotless. down there. It, it was completely okay. empty. All right. So maybe uh, we'll start with a couple episodes of, of our first time there, and I, I'm sure Beaker, you've probably got a ton more stories. 
Oh, I probably do. Okay. <laughs> so, again, this was uh, me and Dale's first time going there, and we met Beaker and uh, our good friend Paul Welch. And we kind of were investigating. We started off in the back room. So, I guess when you walk in this restaurant, typical restaurant, and then you cut through the kitchen, and you go into a little private banquet area. There's also a side door for this. I mean, this you could tell this building was built in 1970, right? Like, it's you could tell. <laughs> um, and uh, I think the food came from 1972, but <laughs> they're really good scones. I'll the say scones that. were awesome. <laughs> they were like so were their cheeseburgers. Their their scones were like I don't know, two feet long, maybe. Jeez. Oh, they were huge. <laughs> yeah, they were really good. Um, so we were in the back room in this banquet room and just kind of prepping, introducing everybody uh, to each other, and I think we. Dale, did we just take a tour that we did first? Kind of take a tour of the restaurant a little bit? Um, no. When we first got there? Yeah. No, we went right to the back, and we were just kind of, like, chilling there. Uh, there was, like, a special ghost hunter menu. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's so right. we were checking that out, and then that's when... Uh, and you and I were just kind of sitting by ourselves, because uh, Tim had invited me and you to this for our first, like, public investigation. Uh-huh. Because we had just been doing things on our own, making our own investigations out of nothing. And uh, this was our first like public investigation. And, and Paul Welch introduced us to this app called EchoVox. You want to talk about that a little bit? Like what? Oh, yeah. So, he, yeah, he's, he sent me that app, which was because uh, we had we were using an FM sweeper already. But this thing, an app, an, a, app, yeah. an FM sweeping app. And then this app was more of a... Uh, What's it, what is it? What is the? Where is it pulling from? Like, the Echo Vox? Yeah. So basically, it's the Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven, yeah. just chopped up That's in right. like random order. And so you have oh, different yeah. voices in there from telling that story, and so it's like using all those voices to create words out of. Yeah. And but you do hear some words from that story though that do reverberate throughout that. Uh, so you hear like some words over and over again. Well, you'll hear the word "the" quite a bit because you sure. know, quote the Raven, yeah, mm-hmm. in uh, in that story quite a bit. So there are some words, like you said, that will pop up every now and then. And and, and you know, I, I know a lot of people were giving us like some history of what they've experienced, and I know Beak will talk about that a little bit later too. But some things they experienced. So so after a while, me and Dale just kind of broke off, and we're doing our own little investigating in the main restaurant. There's also a little, uh, gosh, I don't know what you call it, that little back section of the restaurant. but Like another banquet room? Almost. Yeah, there's only like three or four tables back there, though. So we were back there. We're playing with the Echo Vox a little bit. And I remember just kind of saying, I don't know why I kind of reached and touched my wallet for some reason. And then I just said, do you know my name? And through the Echo Vox comes, you know, the word Derek. And that was kind of creepy. And then you, Dale, you were asking, do you know my name? We were hearing things, but we were, we couldn't really say it said your name. Yeah, I don't think it said my name. But one of us just asked, but do you know how we're related? And the word twins came through. We're not, though. You were so wrong. <laughs> wrong, ghost. Wrong. You <laughs> nice are wrong, Mr. Ghost. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> However, we do look very similar. <laughs> Being brothers and all. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> but that, that just kind of showed a little bit of intelligence, you know? If it was... A ghost, I guess you could say. If it was. This showed some intelligence. And I remember asking some other... You were asking a lot of questions like, are you human? Are you are you a boy? Are oh, you it was a girl? the first time pl- using the uh, Ghost Meter Pro. 
Uh, this one you were using the Ghost yeah, Meter I was Pro? Yeah, using the Ghost Meter Pro. And we were picking up on the Spirit. And I remember asking it um, if it was, like, because it was, it kept saying, no, it wasn't a man, it wasn't a woman. And then I was asking, okay, are you even human? And it was also saying no. Um, I was like, and I was kind of getting a weird feeling from it yeah, already. Yeah, he's like, turn this off. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk to this guy no more. <laughs> um, and then later that night, you th- you felt like something followed you home. Well, this was a weird thing because we didn't actually, after that investigation, we forgot to say like what we would normally say about nothing can follow us. Right. And we just hopped in the car and left. Because it was snowing. <clears throat> and... No, not, I don't think it was snowing. No, it wasn't snowing. We just hopped in the car and left. But the weird thing about it was when we left, we were hopping on the freeway and my sunglass holder that was up on the ceiling of the car like clicked and dropped down, which I thought was very strange. Because I remember you're like, that's weird. I'm like, it's not that weird. Is it, it was weird because but... when we left the house, when we left my house, it was already dark. So I was not wearing sunglasses. Right. So we drove all the way there. True parked no sunglasses were used taken in and out and it was just weird that as i'm getting on the freeway it clicked and dropped yeah i was like what um thought it was strange the next day um getting ready for bed this was back when i was married i uh i I was saying something to my ex while she was in bed and she was saying something to me and as we're talking i hear like this loud exhaling sound like but you know it was a sound and i looked at her because it sounded like she just straight up spread her cheeks and farted (laughs) if you can imagine that sound she possibly did that's what so i'm like i'm like are you serious i'm like i'm looking at her in disgust and she's looking at me all funny and then i'm like are you for real she's like did you hear that i'm all yeah, that was kind of loud. <laughs> You're like, you disgusting me. <laughs> yeah, you disgusting cow. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> um, she goes, no, that wasn't me. I'm like, no. I was like, she was like, what was that? Come over here. I'm like, no, I'm not going over there. <laughs> and, and then, because I'm thinking that she just farted. Dutch oven time. And so, oh, yeah. Then she's like, no, no, I heard that. And she was trying to tell me she heard that. And I... I knew where that was coming from. That was sounded like it was coming from the bed. So I was just kind of like, okay, that was, that was kind of strange. Like that was loud. That was in the room with us. Um, but then I just, I don't know. I kind of had an idea already of what it was. And I was kind of mentally in my head telling it to get the hell out of here. And it seemed like it did right away. And it never, like never heard it again. Never had that feeling of that presence in here again but that was it i wonder if, i wonder if it was that possible entity that that you was making you uncomfortable in that back room i wonder it could have been but yeah it didn't didn't nothing happened from that point like okay. it just kind of seemed like it was just gone after that and then that night was also a pretty interesting night because uh paul welch I think was this towards the end of the night that he went down the basement by himself, or it was kind of the middle. No, um, like the middle. if you if you're talking about the event that uh, occurred that I'm thinking about, I was actually standing next to him when it happened. Yes. Yeah, so let's let, 
that's all I have on my part. So we can get into that if you want. Because we were upstairs when that happened. Yeah, I think it was just me and him in the basement. And so, uh, we, so real quick, so me and Dale are upstairs. At this point, we were back in that back dining room area, and we just hear Paul screaming. Oh yeah, like, no. what the fuck was that? Just started screaming, and we're like, "What's going on down there?" And um, take it away, Beaker, because this was now, interesting. I didn't actually see this. Uh-huh. Um, I have at this point, I had been investigating on and off with Paul for probably about three or four years. You don't think he'd be exaggerating or no. making this up, right? No, he is not the type that I've ever seen exaggerate things. I've never seen him scared. Yeah. Um, I've never seen him react that way on an investigation before. Um, we were in the basement and he had, I believe one of his, uh, infrared cameras set up in the IR lights, like brand new batteries, like ran out and, you know, like something just sucked the energy out of the batteries. And he was actually, I believe on his way upstairs to get replacement batteries. And that's, I, you know, like I said, I didn't see it, but I hear him the same thing screaming like, what the was that? And I just turned around like, what? And he was just like. I mean, it was dark in the basement, and I could see how pale he had turned. Wow. Um, he had saw what he described looked like a three-foot-tall, like, dog-like creature thing. Yes. Um, and that's one of the one of the ways that people have described this this entity in the in that resides in the basement there. Yeah. Um, and they even talked about, like, that kind of thing on, I think it was the Travel Channel's... Um, I don't think it was Ghost Hunt uh, Adventures. I think it was the other one, the the, the Dead Files. Oh yeah, Dead I Files. believe they talked about it on the Dead Files. That something like that there. I haven't seen that episode. But, like he actually, well, they had two episodes. Oh, um, Dead Files was actually there twice. Uh, but yeah, Paul, like I, he, I think he was afraid to sleep for like a month after that, something like that. Like he, yeah, like it really rattled him, and he's not the type to scare easy on investigations. Right. So I interviewed him on my on my podcast one time, and he said what it looked like was like a like a really skinny teenage like the body of like a teenage boy that's really skinny and bony and then walked on all fours but and when i said explain to me what do you mean walking on the fours like a spider he said like the way its limbs were like jointed it like was walking crawling on all fours like a spider would and and ran across in front of him and went underneath some there's a lot of like garbage and debris in that basement before and that's what he said it ran under something like that Oh man, spooky! <laughs> that would be pretty damn. Yeah, and it was like I said. I didn't see it, like I didn't feel the, the its presence, but I I've never seen him react that way before. Yeah, he was, he seen, was shook up. I've seen him go into buildings by himself um, and investigate buildings by himself. Uh, I've seen him do a, a lot of different things on a lot of different investigations. I've never seen him that rattled before. So I mean, it was definitely something something there that popped out at him. Yeah, spooky, man. <laughs> that, that seems to happen quite a bit there at that place. I never got to see anything over there. Yeah. I mean, felt some things. We, and we've done some cool things. that We put, like, some laser grids up there. And we've sat in the basement, like, just like even the three of us for a long time. And, you know, nothing has happened. But you feel something, like, you know, looking at you sometimes. <laughs> you feel something peering at you. Um, Beaker, what, what else kind of things have you experience oh so much so so much <laughs> uh, i've probably investigated the the two places i've investigated was uh next to silent 49 is family tree restaurant i've been there so many times um i still remember the first time i was there um we there was one point like i was trying out my brand new full spectrum camera i got from the ghost hunter ghost mm-hmm. uh, ghost stop.com and um 
I might still have a video of this somewhere, but there was one point where like Brandy had started describing these like creepy crawly things like coming out of the vents and just like covering the floor. And she Why was she describing that? That's because that's what she was seeing. Oh. Like she was literally seeing like and it's the same like type of monster creature things that like again they talked about on Dead Files. Um but she saw these things like coming out of the vents and like covering the floor. And it, it kind of creeped her out a little bit so, to the point where she's like, I'm out of here. And I was still new to investigating. And, you know, when we were all at the point where, like, if she says it's bad, don't go. Like, we we don't go. So when she ran out of the building, I was right behind her. We ran across the street. <laughs> um, and I think uh, some of the people that we were with at the time did a quick little, like, cleansing or whatever inside the building. And it kind of calmed things down when we came back in. Um but one of the things I remember the most from that night, and I have I have video from this um, that I made for the other team that we used to be on. <laughs> I'm sure I still have it somewhere saved on my computer, so oh, I could cool. probably throw that up on uh, Facebook or something. Nice. I need I've got so much video of Family Tree. I need to go through it all, and I'll just start throwing stuff up. Yeah, put it on, um, our, on our uh, in, on our social media. Yes. Cool. Throw it up on Instagram if I can, and throw up on uh, the Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. If I uh, am not lazy and I actually do it. Um, but I still remember one of the cool things is like I, the, one of the guys that I was sitting there investigating with, we were in that, the main dining area and I had my camera pointed towards like one of the kitchen doors and we were watching the viewfinder and we literally saw someone walking past the kitchen door. Wow. Both of us. And we just kind of did that like double take, like, did you just see that? And we're both like, that was, that was crazy. So I quickly, like I stopped the tape. I rewound it real quick. And the, the crappy thing was, is it didn't translate over onto the SD card. Uh. So, so it was something that we just experienced. Like we literally saw so someone two walking people by. Witnessed it. Yeah. So we both saw someone walking by the camera, by the kitchen door on the viewfinder, but it didn't translate over to film for some reason. Damn. Um, but I did have EVPs that night. Um, and if I can find them, I'll, I'll share them. But there was uh, one point where someone had forgotten to close and lock the front door. And I guess the door was like propped open a little bit. So we started searching the building to make sure that just some random person didn't walk in off the street. And I I believe I have an EVP of someone like, come out. Someone saying like, come out. We're on to you. Wow. (laughs) Um, And I have other like sessions of us using like the Echo Vox there on different nights where... Um, someone asked, I believe it was Corey who used to work at the restaurant and she was daughter of the owner, uh, asked one point, like, do you like the team that's here? And you hear it say the old team's name. And mm-hmm. then you hear it say the, the nickname that the, the self-appointed nickname that the, uh, oh, yeah. former guy used to go by. Um, you hear it say that as well. I mean, I've had so many experiences there. I've had, I mean, I've, I've, the, my favorite one of my favorites is we were there. I think it was the night that I actually met our friend Caden. Um, we were there kind of doing a small investigation. There's only like four or five of us. And he had all these tables, these big, big tables, like six foot tables that are right there in the main dining room. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked up and they had all shifted to like the left. So instead of being centered in the booths, they were all like to the left of every booth. Did you hear them shift? No, not at all. Okay. And we thought it was weird. So we actually recentered every single table. There's like four of them. And about five minutes later, after investigating, I looked up and I was like, holy shit. And they're like, what? And I'm like, all the tables shifted again. Wow. So all four of these big, heavy, six-foot tables completely shifted like two feet 
and none of us saw it or heard it happen. But it, it, like I said, we had reset all four tables and put them back in the center of the booth. And we looked up again, and they were all slid over, touching the the back of the the bench on the left side oh, on wow. each and every single one of them. Do you remember if they had chairs around them? No, they were booths. Oh, there you said okay, the booths. I got it. And the tables from the booths pulled. The out. tables oh, of the booths. They actually slid oh. to the left of every booth. Got it. That's crazy. But we didn't hear it. I mean, these are heavy tables. Like you would have heard these things sliding. Yeah. But we didn't we didn't hear anything but we looked up two times. We saw them all slid all the way to the left. Wow. That reminded me of a um sorry, that of another story from the family tree in the basement. The book. That book that had oh, an geez. attachment to it. So I remember that night uh going down to in the basement where the book was and then through the echo box, it kept swearing at us. It was calling us every all sorts of bad names, calling us a holes, bees, f's, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy from the old team was going to bless this book or do something to this book, and it was calling him every name in the in the book. And then, uh, well, no, no, first it st- it started saying please stop, and it was saying don't, and it was like begging him to not do it. Then the moment he started doing it, it started calling him. F you, you bitch, and this, that, and the other. It was pretty crazy how, like, the Echo Box switched like that, where it went from, you know, it was calling us all sorts of names and calling our team names and stuff like that. And then then when he said he was going to do that, it went to being all, like, no, please don't, and begging. And then he started doing it, and then it started cussing at him again. That's crazy. I, I missed that. I no, I don't think you were think, down there. Yeah, I think I, I was upstairs. Yeah, you were upstairs. Else. Oh, that's well, you know how many times we tried to hide that book, and like every time we went back, it was resurfaced. And what was weird is it was like a, it was like a food encyclopedia. Uh, it was like a medical book from like the '60s or something like that. It was, some, like a, it was like a nurse's handbook or some shit mm. like that. Like it wasn't anything special, but uh, we were told. That the book had actually been like cursed by one of the entities that resided at the building, and it was wanting someone to take it home so it could like form that attachment and kind of mess up their lives. Um, last I saw was the last time I was there, someone was actually taking the book home with them, and I just wished them the best of luck. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I that's not something I would do. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would probably take that out back, burn it, and bury it. <laughs> yeah, They'll still come back though. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's um, there's so much that's happened there. I've 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 heard like we're in the back banquet room. There's a door that goes into a storage closet, and there's a just a key padlock on like a master lock on there. And I actually I didn't see it, but I heard it slam really hard against the door. And I thought it was a door to outside until someone told me they're like, no, there's a storage room. So there's like no possible way for a breeze to be where this door was, and this lock literally lifted up and slammed against the door. Oh, damn. Um, I've seen people get psychic attacks, like so many psychic attacks on investigations. Like our friend Shane that works, uh, that runs Bear River Paranormal, they were looking down the hallway and they saw these like red eyes down the hallway in that back banquet room that goes towards the bathroom. And then he just started acting all sorts of out of sorts and started angry, being aggressive towards everybody. I had to take him outside. And uh, uh, we had 
Someone there at the up. time that, yeah, we beat them up. We fought. <laughs> we wrestled Greco Roman style. There was a lot of oil involved. Um, Stone oil. <laughs> you guys use honey butter on your wrestling matches? Yeah. Well, that's the only thing that was available. Um, I would have paid. Cooking oil was too hot. I would have dipped um, my bread in that. No, we had someone there that was able to perform a priest of blessing and it kind of calmed them down. But I've done a lot of energy work on people like during investigations there. Yeah, I, I um, remember there was some people that you had to do some. Yeah, it was, it was a, a paid visitor. Yeah, that's usually what it ends up being. Yeah. I mean, we've had times where, like, uh, the niece of the owner, uh, she used to help run the investigations there. And there oh, was, yeah. And there was one day, like, she started acting all out of sorts. I wasn't there for this. Um, I've just heard the story several times. But she started acting all out of sorts and not her normal self. And I guess they asked if she was okay. And um, Someone had to take her outside. Uh, <laughs> well, she actually, she, I mean, she she stood up real quick. Slammed her hands on the table and she's like yelling at him. She's like, "Stop effing talking to me!" And she's like oh. the nicest, like sweetest girl you'll ever meet. Like she—that's not how she normally talks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did have to take her outside and kind of help. I think I had to help play her energy at that point too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done so so much energy work there. One of the creepiest things I've seen there is th- there's been so many times where I just kind of like I have this thing where my shoulders start to hurt if like something bad's about to happen or has happened. There's been so many times where I'm on the main dining room and my shoulders start turning and I walk down in the basement. I'm like, what's going on? And then that's when they explain to me everything that just happened. <laughs> um, I think one of the times like Brandy was even speaking Spanish to uh, our former lead investigator. She doesn't speak Spanish. She, she knows some. Yeah, she oh, does. But not fluently. Not enough to where she's going to just start randomly speaking Spanish on an investigation for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the creepiest moments when that happened, I was actually in the basement and my shoulder uh, started hurting. And I might actually have this on my iPad, this audio somewhere. But I, I walk upstairs and going back and listen to the audio, our friend Caden uh, was in the main dining room. And you hear in the, the audio him going, well, that's weird. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, I just, I can't see anything. Uh, he, to explain, Caden's a medium. Um, and he can sometimes see and hear spirits. But at that point, he was like completely shut off, and he just said, "That's weird. I can't see anything." And it was literally like thirty seconds after he said that, you hear me come in the room and go, "Is everything all right?" <laughs> um, and he kind of explained what was going on, and it got to the point where it's kind of later in the night. It was like one o'clock in the morning. People are cleaning up, wanting to go home. Some of us are staying, and um, I remember talking about the. I think Paul Paul was actually there and mentioned about spirits wanting certain people to leave. And I just got this hunch. I'm like, I'm like, actually, it wants everybody to leave, and they want just me and Caden here by ourselves. And I didn't realize this at the time that Caden kind of like zoned out. And when I said that it only wanted me and him there at the same, just the two of us in the building, you hear Caden in this weird, creepy ass voice just go, "Yeah, I do." Oh wow! And it like it gave me the chills, and I just kind of came looked, out of Caden's mouth. That came out of Caden's mouth, wow. but it wasn't Caden saying it. Right. It wasn't even his voice. But it came out of his mouth. Oh, my gosh. And I looked over there, and I'm just like, that's not going to happen, and you need to get out of Caden right now. And as soon as I said that, he just kind of came back, and he's like, what the heck just happened? But he's like, he could see and hear everything again at that point, too. It was just weird. And this this went on. This, before I had actually said that to him, he had been kind of zoned out for maybe like five, ten minutes. And I didn't even realize it until I heard that that just really creepy, yeah, I do. <laughs> that is creepy. Mm-hmm. But like I, I'll, I'll see if I can find that and cut that and put it on there too because that it totally was not 
his voice, but it came out of his mouth. Wow. That's weird. That's probably one of the creepiest things I've experienced there. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced a lot. Like, I've seen uh, someone someone told me they saw, like, uh, on one investigation, their, their backpack kind of flew across the room in the basement. And then everyone was kind of looking around, and one of the ladies that was there with us saw this, like, dead jackal-looking face. And the only way that I can describe it is, is like, if you've seen pictures of Anubis from uh, yeah. Egyptian mythology. Like, from the Mummy movie, too. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what it looked like. And I didn't see it at first, like she freaked out, but we, we went upstairs and as I was talking to her, I slowly saw her face transforming into this jackal thing. Like, like the entity was actually showing me what she saw and it like, that was trippy too. Like I literally, her face to me, it looked like her face was morphing into this like jackal, like Anubis type thing. Like a vam. And that, that was pretty trippy too. That's weird. I remember uh, an episode you were doing a podcast with uh, our friend Lurch, and he he want, he decided to go down go down the basement and antagonize it a little bit, right? The yeah. entity, and then you hear this loud bang, and he freaked out, ran upstairs because he said a rock just hit the wall behind him. Yeah, you hear it on the the old. It's actually on the podcast. Yes, he goes downstairs and he's like, "Lucy, I'm home," and and you hear him freaking out. But yeah, a rock flew right past his face and hit the wall right behind him. Yeah, you could hear it. And he was the yeah. only one in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's freaky. That would be nuts. He believed then. <laughs> yeah. Because he was kind of skeptical, right? <clears throat> kind of. Okay. Uh, kind of skeptical. He's he's usually not the one that gets afraid of things either. Uh-huh. But that did startle him. That spooked him. Like, he he ran yeah. right upstairs. Yeah, I mean, he, don't, he doesn't scare easy. He worked in a morgue. Yeah. yeah he's a, he used to be a funeral director. So, oh yeah, funeral dress. Uh, that's different than a morgue, right? That's same. Well, I mean, they still deal. They with did. The they did morgue they stuff. About, yeah, they did do yeah. with the morgue stuff. They had that. He actually gave us a tour of the the uh, funeral home that he worked at, and and uh, kind of showed us the embalming room and stuff like that. So, but yeah, he dealt with that. He goes, "This uh, is where I lost my mind." <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's again. He's. I've only seen him rattled. In the seven years I've been doing this with him, I've only seen him rattled like twice, and that was one of them. Wow. Dang. The other one was uh, when something ripped his pocket knife out of his pocket at the uh, the. Um, yeah, we're going to have him museum. do an episode with all his yep. stories. Yeah, he'll be on. I've already okay. talked to him about it. He's he's uh, looking forward to joining us on the, awesome. on the show. He, Great. He's totally like willing to, like when he's available, He'll he's totally willing to step in and be like yep. kind of like a, a guest host every now and then so um he's got a lot of experience he's got a lot of stories awesome. he's i mean just stories from his funeral director days stories from like growing up stories that his friends have told him uh he's got a lot of interesting stories when it comes to the paranormal yeah um, so we'll, we'll save a save more of those uh for him for so yes. he can tell it himself so lurch tales yes <laughs> lurch tales lurch tales <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, he's... awesome. What other what other stories you got? I know you got a bunch, probably. Oh, I that's I learned at Family Tree. Um, if you're going to use Laramar to clear an attachment, make sure the person is sitting down. Um, What's Laramar? <laughs> so Laramar is a stone. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like a blueish, like grayish kind of swirly stone. It comes. I can't remember what. The, I think it's Dominican Republic is where it comes from. 
And uh, I was actually, that night, I was actually reading in the, the Crystal Bible that you can, when placed on the forehead, you can actually use that stone to break attachments from entities. And I was like joking around, like, you know, putting the stone on my forehead and like covering it with my beanie. I'm like, oh, I'm breaking attachments, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of joking around. And later that night, uh, someone, they actually brought one of the ticket holders to me and they're like, hey, Tim, does she look right to you? And I looked at her and didn't, no, not at all. Like her eyes, like no color. It was, they were completely black all the way through. And, um. And I'm just like, yeah, there's not something right. And it was funny because as I was trying to figure out what to do, the vision of me putting that stone on my forehead popped into my head. And I'm like, okay, this is what I need. So I went and grabbed the Laramar. We grabbed some black tourmaline and had her hold the tourmaline. And I put the Laramar on her forehead. And I, I shit you not, three seconds later, she dropped like a rock and wow. hit the floor. And I was like, oh, my God, I killed her. Because um, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought she hit her head on something. And she she ended up coming too, and she was fine. But yeah, that's when I learned like when you're doing energy work, make sure the person's sitting down. Um, <laughs> don't let don't have them standing because um, you don't want to kill them. You just want to help them. Don't want to yeah. stone them to death. But yeah, I've I've used uh, I've done some. Oh, there was one time I was there with actually um, with a different team, and we were using dowsing rods, and it was it was interesting because um, I I don't put a whole lot of stock into the dowsing rods. Me neither. But I was actually the one using them, and I know I wasn't trying to manipulate them. But it was I was asking questions like, is there someone here that you're angry with? Because that's kind of the feeling I was getting. And I started pointing at this lady that I didn't even know. Um, I had come to find out that she was also an energy energy worker and, oh. and did stuff like that. And she was there actually like kind of bubbling and protecting the people that were there. And so the, the one of the spirits there was kind of upset with her. And so when I asked him, like, is there someone in this room? It's like the, the rod uh-huh. just immediately spun and went right to her. Huh. That was Anne, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen her in a long time. No, I haven't either. But, yeah, that's who it was. That's that's when I met Anne. The, I think oh. the first time I ever did an investigation or anything with her. Um, yeah, I knew nothing about her at the point. And, and yeah, the spirits made it very clear through the dowsing rods that they did not like her. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, what else have I seen there? I've seen so much. Have you seen anyone get like possessed over there? Not possessed. Uh, I've seen a lot of people being like psychic attacks. Yeah. So to kind of just kind of, what does that mean? I guess for maybe people that don't have never heard. So possession is. So the difference between possession and psychic attack. Possession is like an inhuman entity, basically jumps inside of your body and And they they are controlling you full on. Where a psychic attack is more, they're kind of coming after your consciousness. And sometimes it's more of like a, they're outside, they're still controlling you, but from the outside, like a marionette. Okay. Like you're like a little puppet for them. Got it. Um, and that doesn't last very long. Like full on possession, like they're in, they're in. That's all there is to it. Um, I mean, that's when like an exorcism comes in. So f- actual possessions are very, very rare. Um, and actually meeting up with a demonic entity is also very rare. Uh, but that's that's more of a psychic attack. They're more attacking just kind of your mind and they're they're kind of trying to manipulate you but from the outside okay where possession is going to be more from the inside Ooh. and that whole damn street is haunted really <laughs> yeah we've <laughs> we've town done Santa some Queen. clearing in the crystal shop there we did yep. some clearing in the the paper shop next door any other shops need some clearing <laughs> yeah we, we can talk about those places too 
Um, what was that? What was that crystal shop? Just, White Feather Rocks. Yeah, that was just a few buildings over, right? No, just like next door. Couple almost. doors. Nah, because you have the the bank, the bank, and then, and then, and then, next, then a couple yeah. doors down. Yeah, it wasn't that far. It was like a two minute walk. Yeah, so there's a couple buildings over, and forty five seconds. Dill, you yeah. first <laughs> discovered it. Like, were you just shopping in there? What did I do? Um, you like BSing with the owner or something? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Yes. And then she goes, well, I think I've got something here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we, I went in there and investigated with uh, Brian. Him and I went in there and did an investigation. And then that's when I was seeing this vision of this boy. And uh, seeing him like wet, dripping water. And then found out there was a whole story about this kid that was like beat up and dra- like, I think like, held his head underwater and everything trying to torture this kid to sell this land that he just uh, acquired from his grandparents. Ah. And that was, like, on that land. Yeah, there's stories. Like, they even tell that in the family tree. Like, there was a boy that was drowned in the creek, like, nearby. Well, no, th- that was a boy, like, fell in the creek. Or oh, the that was ditch. a different one? No, that, yeah. This was, like, a teenage kid, um, but he was, he acquired this land, and these guys were trying to buy it from his grandparents, and his grandparents wouldn't sell it. His grandparents died, gave the land to the grandson. He now owned the land. So these guys were trying to, like, strong arm it from him. By doing so, they ended up killing him. Oh, wow. And then as we went and investigated, because they said they just would hear noises. And then I guess, uh, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Caden that was with us. And he found him in the basement. Is that right? He's kind of hiding um, down the basement. Yeah, if it was the time I was there, yeah, yes, it was Caden. Yeah. yeah, he mm-hmm. found him in the basement. Uh, there was a, an entity in the basement that... Uh, I remember, like, I remember when I got there, I grabbed a piece of selenite and I actually put it on the front doorstep to kind oh, of yeah. keep things from coming in. Like, I've never done that before. I was just kind of like, I'm going to put this selenite outside. Oh, that was the thing that was hanging out in the, there was like a little room that they uh, rented out to the masseuse and she would do like energy work or uh, mm-hmm. massages back there. That was the room that had something in it that you guys carried out well yeah i think i carried that out and there was also someone in the basement yes so i carried the thing out that was in the massage room and then there was also something in the basement where i kind of worked with caden on this one i'm like you push it up and i'll push it out so like he used his energy to kind of like scared out of the basement and when it got upstairs i kind of pushed my energy to kind of scared out of the building and then i believe we put selenite just kind of outside of the building to just kind of ward things off as we kind of went through and kind of cleanse the shop a little bit and kind of yeah. put a protection around it. Yeah, in this store, they just, she just sells a whole bunch of different crystals and and stones and different things like that. We should, we should do a follow-up, see how things are there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we should. And then and then right next door to the family tree is, is the way we're talking about this, this printing paper shop. And uh, what was he? I remember what he was. He just... So the things? owner of the Rocks shop, she's the one that oh, told me about... Us. He, uh, yeah, she was telling oh, yeah. me about the stories going on over this there. This the same night. I forgot. We actually just went for Well, the she shop. had already told me about it, and so I had set it up prior to that. So that when we went out there, because that night, there was that whole thing going on at the uh, family tree that night. So we decided to go out there and not do the family tree, but we went to the rock shop and then to the print shop. Uh-huh. And but we, what was he experiencing? Do you remember? Was the footsteps upstairs, too? Oh gosh, it's it was so long ago. I don't remember. I don't remember why we were there, but I remember I what we so. did while we were there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I re- I just remember that the owner of the rock store told me about it. We got it set up to go there the same night, 
So when we went out there, she went and introduced us, and then we went and yeah. He, he was saying, I remember him saying, down in the basement, he had a bunch of uh, what was it? Vials. Book? What? Oh, vials. He had a bunch of vials. Uh, I can't remember if they were was... oil or. I think he had a bunch what? of like essential oils or something. Yeah, down in the basement, and and um, he he would hear things fall over in the basement while he was down there. He'd hear like things falling over. Uh, but when we were down there, we didn't really sense anything. But upstairs, he would hear footsteps, I believe, and that, and that's where t- uh, Beaker made a new friend upstairs. <laughs> yeah, and we we crossed her over, but which we that, talked about. That was trippy. Like, I, did we talk about that already? Yeah. You, well, it was. We didn't say it was specific, so you can. But was, on our very first episode, you said you felt a hand. Yeah, I felt that. So the 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 cool thing was is um, we were using. I think you were using the SB Seven Spirit Box at first. Mm-hmm. And this, this girl's name came across. I, for life, I can't remember her name. Um, but this name came across, and then you pulled out uh, this other spirit box you got from ghoststop.com, like their little house-made spirit box. Oh, that's what we were using at first. No, we were using the Echo Box and that thing. You used the Echo Box and that thing, and I think we also used an SB7. I, I remember it being... I don't have one. Oh, you don't have one? No. I, I just remember it was like across two or three different devices. It might have been my Echo Box, your Echo Box, and... But and yeah. that 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 uh, sweeper thing that you have, but it came across the same name came across three different devices, which is very very rare. So when you hear that, chances are that's what actually is right. going on, and it, that's when I um as as we were talking about that like that name coming across, I felt someone holding my hand, and I remember saying to you guys, I'm like guys, feel like. Feel my hand like right here, and you guys, you both reached over and you could feel like right. the energy in my hand. Mm-hmm. Like you could feel that there was someone actually there. And I remember at one point, like I knew, I knew Brandy was actually on her way down, but I didn't know where she was. But we're sitting there, we're talking about this, talking to this little girl, and then I just kind of stopped. I'm like, oh, Brandy's here. And you guys are like, what? And I looked out the window, and yeah, sure enough, she had just pulled up. <laughs> like that, that was weird for me. So I went out and greeted her, brought her in. And, and uh, as I sat back down, I could feel the hand like holding my hand again. And Brandy confirmed that it was this little girl. And I guess I had reminded her of her older brother. Yes. But she was afraid of the other thing that was in that same room yeah. that was in the opposite corner. And that was in that back corner. I remember yeah. that. It that was in the back shattered. corner. She was hiding underneath the, the desk on the yes. other side of the room. And I remember that was probably one of the most awkward things I've done because I had her hold my hand and I walked her out of that room, down the stairs in the main room where Brandy ended up crossing her over. And uh-huh. it, it, to me, it looked so weird because I don't see the spirits, but I sure, could feel her holding my hand. And are you I, sure that was the most awkward thing you've done? Or was it when you were carrying that spirit out looking like the lion from the Lannisters doing this? <laughs> you know, like this. What? That's the one that we that was in the back of that, that corner? Yeah. The one where it's like, I'm like, oh, don't worry, guys. I've you, got... walked, you walked out there like this on that time doing that. And then you walked out of there holding the girl's hand the other time. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I'm like, don't worry, guys, I got this. And I like put my hands out like I was going to try to tap into its like energy. You so look I like pull the it. lion from the, the flags from the Lannister family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I tried to grab that entity's or that spirit's energy, and it literally felt like I was trying to push a brick wall. And I'm like, uh, never mind, I need help. <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was a good one. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, and you just pushed it out of the building, right? Is that what you did? I think Brandy ended up doing it because I, I couldn't. Okay. 
She put that, it. She put it in like a little box. Because that thing was in, like oh, yes. surrounded by all those wires. It was yeah. in a corner where there was just like tons of tons uh, of EMF, like yeah, computer the, yeah. stuff going computer on. Computer wires. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So she was actually able to put it in a little box, and she took it outside and just kind of tossed it. Because that thing was pretty. I remember feeling that energy. It was like floor to ceiling. Yeah, it was big. There was, uh-huh. a, and I had a lot of energy. And yeah, I was all cocky. I'm like, I got this. And then I was like, No, I don't. <laughs> and I'm still a rookie at this. <laughs> and and back back to the history that uh, Biko, you were just talking about how there was uh, some type of Native American. Yeah, the the Walker, the Indian Walker War, I think is what it was called. Maybe. And there's potentially skinwalkers in in the Family Tree restaurant, right? Yes. So. Um, I've had people that say they've actually seen him, and he looked like he was wearing a uh, wolf's pelt. So the the theory behind a skinwalker is is in order to become a skinwalker, it's it's a type of like a Native American shaman, uh-huh. but more of on the evil side. Right, and they can they can shape shift into animals. Yeah, that's the theory. Is they can shape shift yeah. into an animal, and they usually wear the pelt of the animal that they shift into. But like the last thing they do before they achieve that title of a skinwalker is they have to kill someone close to them, uh, usually a family member. And I believe during the investigation, someone actually got him to talk, and he said that he had actually murdered his son to achieve uh, the the rank of skinwalker. Hmm. Um, but it was it was so interesting. Like the, the, this is just my theory that was going on there, because usually the skinwalker was on the main dining room side, uh-huh. and then we had the spirit that we called Lucy on the other side, the the big banquet hall in the basement and all that. Mm-hmm. And the kitchen was kind of like the neutral zone, if that made sense. Yes. And it almost felt like it was kind of like a, like a war between the two. Like he was like leading the charge on one side and the entity that we called Lucy was on the other side. And it was like they were fighting over for control of the building. Hmm. Interesting. That's my theory. And, and so what or who is Lucy? So Lucy is an inhuman entity. Um, and it's one that we believe of. It's I don't know if I would go as far as calling her demonic, but she was... Or calling her a demon, but she was definitely negative in in, uh, in nature. Um, the way she was described, the way she looked, was like a little girl wearing like a like a pink dress. Oh. Uh, but where her eyes were, they were just big black holes. Interesting. And the theory on that is like, I guess if if she was an actual demon, like demons, because they never had a body, they can't create. When they they try to look like humans, they can't create the exact shape of a human. Like there's always some sort of deformity and on this particular entity or spirit, uh, they had no eyes. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's very creepy. <laughs> and, and I wonder like, she was like the guardian of like a portal that was in the basement. She was that's kind of like the ask. gatekeeper, like who was able to come in and out. Interesting. And where do you have an idea of where this portal was? Well, it was, so I always felt like it was right at the bottom of the stairs and reached into like the right above it. So the little hallway that went into the bathroom, uh-huh. but everyone else keeps saying that it was like, there was like this little makeshift like bathroom, the, the, the room that actually Dave was talking about last episode where he had that thing kind of come through him. Uh-huh. Um, it's like this little bathroom. They had, they had like a little urinal and it was just like this hole in the wall. Um, that's where everyone said the portal was. But from my understanding, it was actually at the bottom of the stairs. Everyone pees into the portal. Yes. <laughs> and actually, being down in that basement, I kind of felt it was kind of in that area too. Actually, just kind of just I was I kind of just glance at it a lot. Something and, attracted and me. And the little cubby hole thing in the wall. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where that's where everyone. Yeah, everyone said that's where the portal was. Or maybe something was just standing there. I was like, I see you staring at me. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of stared at because I felt like something was was just kind of right in that area. I just know Brandy always described it to me saying it was at the bottom of the stairs and went up into the upstairs as well. Mm. So that's where I always Mm. kind of felt the portal was. Okay. So probably something was just standing there staring at me. It's possible. (laughs) Yep. They do that. Good old family tree. But yeah, that basement was so cluttered. I like I said, I actually got to go in there. It was um, totally cleared out. Yeah, it was completely cleared out, and you could feel the energy was completely different. The entity that inhabited the basement, the one that we called Lucy, uh, she was pissed. Okay. I've had experiences with her. There was actually one time we were on an investigation. Uh, there was someone that we used to work with that knew we were going down, so he took it upon himself to open the lights on the entire building while we were investigating. And um, I don't know how it worked or if he actually did it, but he was doing something, and I guess it was allowing spirits to cross over. And this this entity we called Lucy was trying to keep as many spirits there. I mean, they claimed that there was uh, upwards of like 100 spirits there at any one time. Which I've heard. Um, So while we were there, he was trying to remotely like cleanse the building while we were investigating. And it made like things kind of not go well for us that night. And I just remember... Um, so I, my, my, when I talk to spirits is more on intuition. I just kind of know things. Uh-huh. Um, I don't necessarily like hear them out loud and I don't really like hear them in my head, but I just know what they're thinking or what they're talking about. And so we're actually on the way home. I wasn't driving. Someone else was. And I just start talking to myself and the other person, the person driving and the, his wife or ex-wife in the backseat was just like, what are you doing? I'm like, hold on. I'm having a conversation. <laughs> and, um, what I was getting was that this, this entity was actually projecting into the car with us as we were driving home. So she didn't actually leave the building. She was still there, but she was projecting her image in the car, having this conversation with me. She was pissed because this person had uh, had done what he did. He was like opening the light on the building, trying to cross spirits over while we were there. And so she was mad at us. And, and I just remember the conversation. I'm like, she's like, she was mad that we allowed that to happen. I'm like, look, I didn't ask him to do that. I didn't tell him to do that. That wasn't us. And I remember going, you know, if you're mad about this situation, you go take it on the person that actually did it because (laughs) we didn't have anything to do with that. And I talked to that person about a week later and he uh, told me that it was like probably the next day after that investigation, I guess he was in the shower and she popped up in the shower with him and like kind of gave him a warning. Wow. And he said he had to kind of cleanse his house real quick and, and, and get her out. But I just thought it was kind of interesting because I was just like, you know what? I'm like, why don't you take it on the person that actually did this, not us? And and, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> I was just like, what? huh. That is interesting. You know what wow. I've noticed on every paranormal reenactment show? There's always a shower scene. <laughs> every single one. Well, now we have our own. Yeah, we should reenact this. So if if Don't haunt, grab the camera, follow me. If, <laughs> so if haunted ever contacts us, we can be like, we, "There's a shower scene." There's a shower scene. You love this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my right. gosh! There's so 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 much that's happened there, and I just I don't remember everything right now. Well, okay, that's that's a good amount of stories though for for yeah. what you did remember. And when you remember, maybe if you can. Finding EVPs, we can maybe re- revisit this episode. Yeah, I'm actually like, talk more. you know, I've collected evidence throughout the years, and I've never actually like gone through all right? of it. And, <laughs> I stopped and uploaded sure. it. I stopped recording. <laughs> like the, I stopped doing voice recorders because I stopped <laughs> trying to find 
It is time consuming. Yeah, it, I it is very time I, I ran out of time. I kind of want to start going through my old stuff so I can find stuff and upload it to our, our social media. That'd be fun. Yeah. So especially if you have a lot. Yeah. I do have a lot, and it's something I could easily like do while I'm like gaming online. Like I could easily like while I'm playing Valheim, I could throw in some audio and listen to it and see if I've got anything. That'd be nice. I do. I did find um, my video. You remember that one I showed you at a Silent 49, the curtain yes. flying up? Yeah. So that memory card was actually not stolen. Nice. Um, oh. So I still have that memory card. Uh, the The memory card that was stolen, I think, had some other stuff that the three of us did together. I think the Raventhorn Manor. Oh, damn. I think that uh, memory card was stolen. So I don't have any of that stuff. But I do. I'm going to find the curtain. I have people that have been asking me for that. So I've got to find that curtain flying up and i'll get it posted like i'm actually like kind of excited like with this podcast starting the show with you guys uh everything just feels right yeah like i'm i'm actually excited to show up and record and not just because your house is like five minutes from my work when i get off <laughs> um it's it's just you guys have awesome energy i love you guys and i love that we're doing this and I'm actually excited to try to find my evidence and, and provide it to you guys and to everyone that's listening. And if you are listening, um, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, a guy I work with. His name is Nerman. Um, Hi, Nerman. He, uh, he's like super stoked about the show. And he's yeah. been listening to the show. And he's been like trying to tell people awesome. and, and get people excited about the show as well. Dude, so, that's awesome. So yeah, Thanks, I, just, I wanted to give a shout out to Nerman. I think he'll appreciate that. Cool. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening, Nerman. And all these places you hear us talking about, we are going to do ep- uh, episodes on all these places. So keep tuning in. Make sure you're subscribing. Because uh, as we get better at this, this is going to be a better show, too. Oh, I did find out recently my friend Jimmy and uh, her friend Mary, or my I guess she's my friend as well, uh, they're going to be here in June. And Mary does the automatic writing. So if, if, if they're available and if we're all available, if we can make this get to work, I'd love to try to get Jimmy and Mary on the show. Oh, awesome. Yeah, for um, sure. I'll try to work that out with them. I've been, I was chatting with Mary today, actually. And uh, I'm going to try to go out to California for my birthday in August. And if you guys are available, you're obviously more welcome to come. I'm cool. down. But we're going to try to do some investigations and places out in California so we have more stuff to talk about. Awesome. Uh, I'm down to do some spooky hunts and some partying. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work some stuff out so we can do stuff outside of Utah. Let's go All to right. Skid Row. Skid Row. Oh, <laughs> I would love to uh, go to the Cecil. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen though. I think right. with the documentary coming out, a lot it's, of people are going to yeah, it's gonna be so gonna packed. Be busy. So I think there's like a cemetery nearby that she was talking about. Uh, I want to try to hit up the Queen Mary. Um, yes, I want to do that too. Alcatraz would be fun, but it's about that's eight far. hours. Yeah. It's about eight hours from where they live. Yeah, that's way far. Um, the Queen Mary, I guess, isn't too far from where they're at. There's um, uh, San Diego's not too far either. So yes, uh, it's probably like an hour south of, of mm-hmm. like L.A. where they live. Uh, so we can maybe even try to like take a tour, or hit up the Whaley House again. Yes. Oh um, my gosh. Because I, I believe uh, she was telling me that stuff is finally starting to open back up. What about in the Prescott Castle? I don't know what that is. It's uh, in California. It's this haunted castle in California. Okay. We must investigate. Yeah. <laughs> the, mist, the Winchester house was really fun, too. That you can't investigate. Cool. They don't do investigations. Yeah. Um, they do do tour. tours, and the tours are actually really fun. You get to see. I heard they did, like, during COVID and everything, they did, like, this investigation in the Winchester house. Oh, really? Yes. And I, I heard, or I don't know if it was a full-on, yeah, I think it was a full-on investigation. I I need to figure this out, but it was uh that was me. Okay. <laughs> the high pitched whining noise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bubble popped or something. 
Bong bubble. Bong. <laughs> Bong. All right, guys. Well, we'll wrap this episode up. Thanks again for listening and or watching the EVP podcast. And we'll see you again next week. Ghosty out. Peace out, butterflies. <laughs>